Oh, you know what time it is? <laughs> time for that beer to get all over you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, thank you for finding us, and welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. So, that was Ben popping beer for us, and this is Andy, introing, since Ben got beer all over him. But, if you are new, thank you for listening, and if you want to find all other podcast-related items, you can find them on our website at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com. So, Ben, what have you been playing and or watching? The one time I need you to keep running your mouth, you stopped short. Yeah, I didn't know you needed it. Yeah, well. <laughs> I have been going back and playing some classics here lately. Oh, yeah? What have you been playing? <sighs> Went back and played some of that Lego Legends. It's been a minute oh, since I had played that. About seven years. Their 10-year anniversary is going on right now. Why Why do you hate yourself that much? It's actually not that bad. It seems like all the jerky people have gone and left to play, like, Fortnite or something. <laughs> they all migrated. Yeah. All the small nice. children that couldn't afford games have migrated. But I've been playing that and uh, some Minecraft. Punching, punching wood. Digging holes. And uh, I was one of I was one of the suckers that actually bought WWE 2K20, and it is a glitch-filled masterpiece that has entertained me. It's it's been entertaining simply for the fact that it's so broken. It's not actually. It's funny on the Xbox. It's there are your glitches that you have, mm-hmm. but it's been playable. But from okay. everything I've read, it has been so bad on PS4. That PS4 is offering refunds because, like, for some reason, really? the PS4 will not play the game at all. Whew. So that Xbox is... superior system. <laughs> oh man, I, that's they found a way to just really, really break it. Yep, they did. Awesome, awesome. That shirt smells like beer now. Well, yeah, I'm sure it does. So, what have you been watching? Oh, beer fly everywhere just now. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, I think I've already talked about it. I haven't really watched anything here lately. I finished yeah. the boys recently. Um, but man, I really haven't been watching anything. I've been playing a fuck ton of video games. Yeah, you have. I've been playing Madden. And uh, you should loosely use that term. I've been playing as much as I'm playing anything. I've been playing Madden. Um, okay. and that's, that's about it. Um, but uh, watching, not really much except for I've seen two movies since the last time we recorded. So I saw Gemini Man with uh, oh, please go Will on. Smith. Uh, I I loved it in the worst way. It was uh, so one of the 15 theaters in the U.S. that was playing it in the appropriate format happens to be 20 minutes away from me. So, I went to go see it in the format that the director intended, which was the, uh, it's like HFH 120 frames per second. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because basically, the way he described it was that the movie won't look right if you don't see it in this very specific frame rate. Because of this whole CGI Will Smith thing we had to do. And yeah, I agree. If they didn't have it at that 120 frames per second, it probably would have looked awful. So, I feel bad for anybody who saw it. Um, not on the 120 frames per second, and that's probably most people. But it was enjoyable. The the story wasn't groundbreaking or anything, but it was fine. I enjoy Will Smith. Will Smith being Will Smith. 
Um, the 120 frames per second was pretty interesting. It looked like a weird video game at times, so that was fun. Um, and then I went and saw the Joker, and also enjoyed that. Didn't come out happy, but I enjoyed. The I saw movie. I saw that as well. And the only way I could say is I enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix's acting in a garbage movie. I. All I heard you say was garbage movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's all you needed to hear. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it, but we're not debating Joker movie today. What are we talking uh, about, Ben? Today, we're talking about something that is probably equally as heated a debate. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the Call of Duty franchise and specifically talking about the Modern Warfare series. And we are doing this on the day we are, at the moment, 30... No. 37 minutes away from the release of Modern Warfare 2019. Um, but we were going to go ahead and kind of just talk about the entire franchise, what's led us here, and then our time and memory spent playing these games. So we'll jump right in with the thing that started it all and completely ruined Call of Duty's numbering system for all of eternity. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Andy, what do you remember about this game? Oh boy, I remember it was 2007, and I think before this one, I hadn't played a Call of Duty since, like, probably one of the very, very early Call of Duty games. Um, like, it was on PC. Um, but I remember playing this one on my cousin's Xbox 360, because at the time I did not have one. Um, I remember thinking that the graphics were amazing and really enjoying the uh, kill streak stuff in multiplayer because it seemed like this was the first time that became more of a thing. It it was wasn't the first time, but it was one of the yeah. early introductions. To it was the kill early streak. introduction. Uh, it was one of the first games to be a modern shooter. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that it felt standpoint. cool that it finally wasn't, you know. At this point, we, we've been had so much just World War II shooter, World War II yeah. shooter, World War II shooter. Yeah. You could have got your degree in history just playing shooters back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a fun departure. Yeah. It had actual characters that you cared about with, yeah. uh, of course, Soap McTavish and, and Price. Uh, I'm not going to dig into all of the campaigns and stuff in these games uh, because you know, I'll be real like honest. Four hours. If you want to play them, you can go play them. Exactly, and it was all about the multiplayer. Uh, For you, game, but I always I, love the campaigns. In these I've always completed the campaigns in Modern yeah, Warfare. They're just bad action movies. That's that's what I see them as, and and mm. I always just except they're great this. action movies. Yeah, yeah. They're Geostorm quality action. Movies. They are Geostorm quality action movies, which I don't know if we're insulting Geostorm or Call of Duty with that. So we'll meet it in the middle somewhere. Yeah, sure. It sold 15.7 million copies. When it released, it outsold Halo 3. Oof. Which, granted, it was on all consoles, so there's a little bit of a, a qualifier yeah, there. Yeah. It's got that going for it. But it was also, I think it was the second highest selling game the year it released behind Halo 3 if you looked at just Xbox consoles. Right. Um, so still just a huge success, which was a big turnaround for Call of Duty because like everybody had played Call of Duty's but this was kind of the one that put it on the map. Uh, for me, it was what got me into competitive first-person shooters. 
Because, like, I liked Halo, don't get me wrong. I played a lot of Halo 3, but I sunk more time into the Modern Warfare series than I ever sunk into any Halo game. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think a lot of my friends ended up switching over. You know, when this came over, Halo 3 was fantastic and for what it was, but I think at that point everybody wanted something a little bit different. And here's Call of Duty. And it definitely provided that different, which was great. It sure did. Uh, of course, being as wildly successful as it was, you know, we get a Call of Duty released in between here, but the next one in the franchise... <laughs> the numbering is, makes so much sense here. <laughs> yeah, we get Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Two. <laughs> so, I really think when you look at the, the this franchise so far, I think Modern Warfare 2 was the game. It was yeah. the game yeah, changer This is the one I have the, the most distinct memories of. Akimbo everything. 1887s were broken at launch. Yeah. Oh, speaking of launch, this game sold 22.7 million copies. Yeah, it did. And this, like video games always find a way to do, ended up ended up stirring a little bit of a controversy. Indeed. The specifically the fourth level in the game was called No Russian. Mm-hmm. And you have infiltrated a Russian mafia group or Russian terrorist group, however you want to say it. Sure. And you're shooting up an airport, which this is only 2009 at this point, I believe. 2009. Yeah. So it, it was the first time I remember a game having like some of this content may be graphic. If you don't want to see it, say no here. Yeah, the the warning. I still remember it like so distinctly because I, I can't think of any other time a game has been like, "Hey, you don't have to play this. It's it's real messed up. Like we're acknowledging this part's messed up. You don't have to do it. You can just skip it. Like, are you sure? You really probably don't want to play this part." And I think a lot of people did the same thing that I think both of you and I did. You were like, "That's a game. It's fine. Let's let's go." And then yeah, I don't know. I was like. Oh, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I vividly remember the first time I went through this level, I was in yep. shock and awe. <clears throat> the second time I went through this level, I saw how many headshots I could get. And then you were done? Yeah. Then yeah. then we were done. Then we were moving yeah. on. I just, uh, I, yeah, I don't think I played it ever more than once. And I was just like, yeah, I regret, I regret playing that. Yeah. So a funny little stat for this game. Uh, in... August of 2018, it became backwards compatible on the Xbox One. It became the eighth highest selling game on the Xbox Live Marketplace (laughs) that month. And it outsold Call of Duty World War II, which was the newest Call of Duty at the time. Right. So, games still had legs. People still were wanting to play their modern It really did. I mean, for the controversy, it still was a game that brought a lot of people in. They were, you know, hooked by four and wanted more of that good old Call of Duty. I couldn't get enough of that good old Call of Duty. The, this is when the franchise still felt very fresh for me. So, yeah. It, it definitely didn't feel like a cash grab yet. Even though no. we were getting a Call of Duty every year, Call of Duty always does it like, oh, here's Modern Warfare here. I think, I think after two is when we got the first Black Ops. Because it was like... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4, then we had the Call of Duty uh, World at War, then we had Modern Warfare 2, 
Then we had Black Ops. Modern yeah, Warfare Black Ops 3. came out in 2010, so it was like around yeah, but, yeah, yeah, just a year after. Yeah, so Black Ops, that was also my first day at GameStop. Oh yeah, that's was right. Was the Black Ops release. Yeah. Um, of course, massively successful. The gameplay modes, the maps in Modern Warfare 2 were definitely amped up and made better. Uh, Black Ops, or sorry, not Black Ops, Modern Warfare 2 also introduced the Spec Ops game mode which would let you and a friend do kind of like co-op missions, uh, not quite the full-on zombie modes that we would get at World at War uh, previously, but it was still a very nice little inclusion in the game. Uh, a lot of fun times going through those Spec Ops missions, seeing either how quick you could get through a level or how many, like how you could get through undetected. I still like remember me and me and my buddy Logan going through and just like, getting it down to a science on where people were going to respawn or where people were going to turn and things like that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't jump into that mode as much. I think I was just like real, real wanting more zombies. Cause I think I got real into world at war at the time, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's one of those things. I guess zombies is an overrated game mode to me, but. That's yeah. just me. That's just me. It was always party game mode for me. Like, yeah. it was just Dude, fun. rock band, rock band. Yeah, this was before I had rock band. Okay. I got rock band late. Again, twenty-two point seven million copies sold for Modern Warfare Two. So you know, Call of Duty is going to keep riding this train. And then Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three comes out. It sells twenty-six point five million copies. Let me repeat that. 26.5 million copies. Yeah, it's it's not slowing down at this point. No. I will say Modern Warfare 3 was a bit of a letdown from the multiplayer standpoint. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel as polished or as good or honestly as balanced as Modern Warfare 2 felt. So I think I think multiplayer wise, I played this game a lot, but Modern Warfare 2 was still my mm. favorite. Uh, a yeah. fun f- a fun fact to Modern Warfare, though, um, since at the time, or I mean, nowadays it seems commonplace that we mention the right. billion dollar mark in movie and cinema. Right. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 made a billion dollars in 16 days, which is three days faster than Avatar made a billion dollars. That is. So, interesting insanity. fact. Yeah. But uh, Modern Warfare 3 finishes out the Modern Warfare trilogy, the story that we got in those three games was brought to an end at the end of Modern Warfare 3. I really think this was the time frame. Modern Warfare and Black Ops are the two Call of Duty games that always have very strong campaigns and manage to keep them strong through the iterations. I mean, you can argue Black Ops after the first one was kind of meh from a campaign standpoint. Yeah, that first Black Ops campaign was pretty incredible. And then afterwards, the best thing about Black Ops 2 was Trent Reznor doing the soundtrack. Well, of course you would say that. <laughs> but um, I guess this was the... the We had to wait a while to get any more Modern Warfare news. Um, everybody made that pull to, we're not doing modern shooters, we're doing future shooters. So everything was taking place in the future, exoskeleton, space, 
Kit Harrington is a bad guy. Um, <sighs> we had also what was it? Was it Advanced Warfare? Was the one with the person we can't name? No, that was after. No, that was yeah. before. Yeah, that was that was the one. Oh, he's been cleared. Why can't we mention him anymore? <laughs> He was fa- but, he was found innocent in a court, but not the court of public opinion. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that case. But yeah. we had advanced warfare, so we get the weird Kevin Spacey story, which I Press liked. F advanced, to pay respects. Yeah, I liked advanced warfare. Um, I enjoyed the story. Um, and then infinite warfare came. Oh boy, I couldn't get through the campaign of infinite warfare. Infinite Warfare was not good. No, I, I was I legitimately was falling asleep playing this game's campaign. Yeah. I they had not. Kit Harrington playing the bad guy, and this was right at care. the beginning of his Jon Snow yeah. famousy. But with Infinite Warfare, if you got the I think it was like the upgraded edition, you received Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remastered. The so, only reason I bought this game. The only reason a lot of people bought this game, yep. they basically put a new coat of paint on the original Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, and it looked really good on next-gen systems. It played just like you remembered it. Yeah, it did. But for some reason, Activision decided, <laughs> hey, yo, dog, let's how can we mess this up? <laughs> yeah, how can, how can we mess this up? We're going to put microtransactions everywhere. <laughs> so it really made the game clunky. Um, customization had naturally become a part of the Call of Duty franchise at this point, but when right. you try to throw something that's new onto a remaster of an original, it just came off real bad. And the fact that I think it was six months before you could buy this game standalone, uh, it, it there was no player base to play Modern Warfare. Nobody wanted to spend the extra money for Infinite Warfare because nobody enjoyed Infinite Warfare. So... I really think this game kind of was dead in the water before it really got a chance to take off. Yeah, I agree. This one kind of floundered, and I think there was just a lot of bad decisions made. You know, they they tied that remaster to it, and I think a lot of people were annoyed that they couldn't buy it on its own, and by the time they could, who cared anymore? Correct. So, if you hadn't just wasted your money and bought Infinite Warfare Deluxe, or, you know, found some kind of sale, and you weren't going back to buy the standalone by the time it came out, because you were already mad that it was full of microtransactions. Correct. But, a new day is upon us, right? A new day is upon us, and that day is... That is what we are to believe. That day is today, after many beta tests. I believe that they're in a good spot. But we now have... What makes you confident? Because I'm... I'm the Call of Duty player that after Infinite Warfare, I was kind of, eh, about really continuing. I enjoyed World War II for what it was, Mm -hmm. and we played like two times. Well, that's because you never got on. Yeah, that's me. But but what's what's making you confident about this game? I like the fact that we're going back to modern combat. Right. Um, I kind of like, shooters are, are very cyclic. So, you know, like we talked about earlier, we had the World War II phase, then we moved into the modern shooter phase, and then we started getting into the future shooters. Future shooters went on for a little too long. People lost their interest. We jumped back to, like, World War I and World War II in our shooters to try to get people back in, which helped a little bit. And now we're back to modern 
the modern setting for a shooter. And I feel like that's the setting that most people want to play a shooter in. I think that's where the climate is right now. Yeah, that's fair. If you're playing a future shooter, you want Halo. Right. You right. don't want Call of Duty in space. You want Halo. Right. Um, I mean, you have you have Halo there for that. Right. It's a very very niche that it covers very well. Yeah. Um, the beta played surprisingly well, considering it was a beta. Um, they definitely look to increase player count, so you will have matches that are ten on ten or thirty two on thirty two, but you also have two on two matches that'll last like a couple seconds. So you can hop in and get like a few games in oh, in just cool. a few minutes. So something that really quick and easy to play. Sounds like a mode I could support. It does. It does. See, now we're now also, you're selling me. Yeah, there we go. We're also getting a soft reboot to the Modern Warfare franchise. It is a different story following more closely in line to things that are relevant in our timeline now with the way wars are fought more so than what Modern Warfare was, where it was all about people, you know, hacking and getting control of military infrastructures. This is more of what soldiers go through when they're in the battlefield. Mm -hmm. We we are seeing the return of uh, characters from the previous Modern Warfare kind of being written in a different way. So that's fair. It's not the same story. It's not a continuation of the storyline. It's a reboot of the storyline. Um, and that's probably the way you should look at it when you're playing the campaigns. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of kind of what I've seen is that it's, a, you know, it's a total reset. So I yeah. think, which is good because you got probably a lot of people who are getting this game, a lot of younger people as well. They're getting this game that did not play any of the previous games. Correct. But yeah, so multiplayer if you're looks like that an audience. You gotta, you gotta just back off the story that you started way too long ago. Yeah, you can't, you can't just pick it up. This isn't Shinmu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, multiplayer is doing something a little different. They're getting rid of the prestige system. Instead, you will have seasons, which we've seen in a lot of shooters lately. Uh, there will be no paid DLC for maps. They don't want to split the player base this time around. That's very interesting for Call it of is. Duty. It is. You will still see stuff like the battle pack. So it's like, hey, buy this battle pack and you can get these extra cosmetics. There's no loot boxes this time around. That we've been told of. That we've been told of. I don't think and they will. I mean, I, you got I, European countries outlawing it, so they're not going to want to maintain yeah. separate versions. Right, right. Um, you have the bringing back the spec ops mode instead of the uh, zombie mode, which I know some people are not happy about, but I enjoyed spec ops more than zombies because it was a more dedicated experience. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we've had enough zombie modes and if I want a zombie mode, I'll just go back to left for dead or something. I mean, uh, world war Z it's on game pass. Give it a shot. Yeah. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. I actually haven't tried it, so yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Or you know, get play Gears of War Five and play that horde mode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the zombie mode always drove me crazy because if you got in with a group of people who were really hardcore about zombies, there was a specific way everything had to be done. You had to do this, and it killed the fun <laughs> of playing zombies. Right. So like, right. I never had good group. Like, I'm not saying okay. Let me phrase this. I had good <laughs> groups to play zombies with, like right. good players to play zombie with. Right. But it never caught my attention because it like sucked all the fun out of it. Mm. That's fair. I, it it definitely can vary based on who you're playing with because 
you know, when I when I first started playing it, it was basically as a side of a drinking game and Call of Duty, and it was always fun. But right, right. I've I've tried to play it again, like in the old in the newer ones, and jump online and play it, and just oh, it's just not fun. So I see where you're at there. Right. There is another game mode that will be a PlayStation exclusive for the first year of this game. Oh, well, yeah. Let's just be real honest. It's going to be exclusive to PlayStation for the life cycle of this game. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody, unless this, unless they are still playing it at a year, nobody's probably going to come back to play this game mode. It's called Survival, and this is going to be your closest thing that you will get to zombies in the Modern Warfare games. I... Vaguely remember a survival. I want to say it was Modern Warfare Three that it was on there. Yeah, it was on Modern Warfare Three, and it was like you had a time limit, and you got more time based on kills and stuff you got. And it was basically how long can you go without dying or running out of time. Right. So I, if, if I recall correctly, hopefully that changes a little bit. I've never been a big fan of the timed kill timing thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll work on that. But there is a huge thing going for this Call of Duty Modern Warfare that we haven't talked about yet. What is that? Finally, in the year 2019 of our Lord, Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 4 will be able to party up and play against one another. That is finally way overdue, but that's fantastic. Way overdue. finally doing this. It gets even better. Oh, yeah. You can set how you want to play across different platforms. Like, if you don't you, want to play with certain platforms? Yes, if you don't want to play... Well, here's the thing. If you don't want to play mouse and keyboard against PC right. players, you can enable it to only match you with people using a gamepad. Oh, there you go. So, there's some of that stuff been added. I think ranked matches are only going to be against your console. To keep the integrity of your rank being, you know, you being ranked in between everyone on your console instead of across the board. Right. But I'll be interested to see how well this goes. Uh, During the beta, it was cross-platform across everything. I didn't feel like the PC players I got paired up against had that much of an advantage by using mouse and keyboard. Right. Because that's but always I'm, the people who want to kind of shit on crossplay. That's always their thing. They'll just yell about how, well, PC players are going to just, you know, overtake it with mouse and keyboard and nobody will be able to compete. Da, 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 so let's not crossplay. I see that to an extent. To me, I feel like if it's a really good PC player, he's going to dominate. But I feel like an average PC player does not have an advantage over your console player. Sure. Because, like, I used to play Battlefield 5 on PC, and I played with a controller instead of mouse and keyboard, because that's the way I'd always played Battlefield, and I never felt like I was at a disadvantage. Sure. Unless it was with a sniper rifle. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So. It'll be interesting to see. I'm super excited to see how that actually all ends up playing out. Right. And I I really hope that this isn't a one-off. I really hope this is kind of the future that gaming takes. Because, like, me and you have been talking about it today. You're thinking about getting the game, but you want to pick it up on your PlayStation. But that would allow you to have it on your PlayStation. Us still be able to play together, even though I'm getting it on Xbox with me and my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is cool, because 
especially for there's not everybody has you know every single console so um right just the concept of like okay i can get on whatever console and i can still play with other people whereas before and for i'm sure a lot of people it's like okay if they have multiple consoles they got to figure out who's getting this on what so i can figure out where i'm getting it so i actually have people to play with right so and we don't have to worry about that right now yeah yeah so that is that is good i think that's the future that uh we need to be in and like you said i hope we stay in that it's not just this time um but i think they finally as, as much as you probably hate to hear it i think fortnite uh probably really really pushed sony to kind of get over it themselves about crossplay, and here we are indeed yeah sony is getting that exclusive for a year just so people would have crossplay. yep they had to get something for it yeah i guess but oh. yeah oh, oh, oh. so are there any do you have like any memories playing this game multiplayer campaign like of like y- any any of this franchise yeah in this franchise definitely um a lot of multiplayer just straight multiplayer with call of duty modern warfare 2 and i remember having that on pc and i had souped up the pc i had at the time to do as good as it could do um with that game and just being blown away by it and i remember sinking many many nights like late night going till you know one of those times where you look at the time and you're like oh my god it's four and i have to get up for school so a lot of that. A lot of just hours and hours in multiplayer. Modern Warfare 3, I didn't really play too much, but really for me it was Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 um, were the two I have the most memories of just grinding through the campaign and then jumping onto the online with you know various people. Hmm. I had so many friends that I would play with Modern Warfare 2 is really where that kicked off. Yeah. Uh, I had a whole group I played with with our good buddy Josh and some others that we met playing online because that was also in the time before the party chat system. That is right. So you had to, dude, if you want to talk about thickening up your skin, if if you feel like you're a thin-skinned person, didn't you dare jump in to an Xbox Live game circa 2009. Oh man, don't even before don't that. Don't even. Yeah, it was those, bad. Those Halo One chats in uh, <laughs> or not On Halo the, One, but like Halo, Halo 2 Three and Halo Three. Halo, yeah. Ugh, oh yeah. my god. Well, even Halo One, you had you had Xbox Live on the original Xbox, and I remember we jumped, we had that microphone, me and my cousin that came with it, and I just remember us being like shocked. You know, we're like, he's in middle school, I'm just starting high school. We're like, what is going on here? What are these words people these, are saying? These words, they're they're real bad. We're pretty sure. <laughs> but good lord, just the amount of horribleness and i didn't even think about that like yeah there was a time before we had party chat oh that's just i mean i remember that way back to like um good old socom on the ps2 and that would and, imply people on playstation had money oh, so. oh exactly that was always the thing is you would get in there there'd be two dudes on in, in voice chat going does anybody else have a mic does anybody else have a mic hey hello 
hello, does anybody else have a mic? And and I had a mic, so I'd be like, yep, I'm here. So, and besides that, the famous nobody on PlayStation puts on their headset, even when PlayStation 4 bundled you a mic with it. Indeed. <laughs> but, oh, you know. man. Yeah, I can remember we would play Domination. We'd get a group on and play Domination on like any any and every map. Vividly remember one game going 64 and 3. Didn't get the nuke because right. the kills came like at weird, but I remember getting an AC-130 and the death and destruction that was rained down was glorious. And when you win a Domination game in under 3 minutes because... You go on a crazy killing streak and your teammates just cap all the points. You're just like, yes, you may kiss the ring. I am the man. And I cannot wait <laughs> to relive these moments in this newest edition of Call of Duty. In just Modern like nine Warfare. minutes. In just like, well, eight minutes that I have eight over minutes. here, which maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. If it doesn't work, I'll probably just hop on and play that Outer Worlds a little bit. I think it's also you know. up and running now. Yeah, but uh, this game did have its own controversy, too, before it even came out. Yeah, the you, White Phosphorus. Did you read about this? Yes, White Phosphorus. So, I had feelings about it. Let, let's hear what you had to say about it, because so, there, there was a specific quote I heard that was amazing, mm -hmm. and it made me... Like, it gave me a different perspective on it. So I want to hear what yours was. I think we might have the same way, but maybe not. I don't know. But, okay. um, so, real quick, so in case you don't know what the hell we're talking about. Um, so White Phosphorus has been included as a gameplay mechanic. Um, use of White Phosphorus, first off, is super regulated by uh, international law. It's against the Geneva Convention um, to use this against or near civilian areas. So, they've made this a bonus when you get a kill streak. And a lot of people are very much not happy about this in the fact that this does not depict what white phosphorus actually does to the human body. I don't recommend you Google it. I was curious enough that I found out what it does, and I was like, Ooh. okay. So, yeah, they're not showing how horrible this, you know, this chemical is when used. So in, in looking at those quotes from like Marines basically being like, the fact that this is not being portrayed as how horrible it actually is, is what I was like, kind of skewed me on. Yeah, maybe we don't need that in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty rough, but that was that was the one thing, the, the quote that you just said was kind of the thing that I, yep. I took away from it, was the, the, I think the dude that was on... <sighs> the military expert that was in here talking to them about it. Yeah. He was, was upset they were using it, but not because they were using it, but because mm -hmm. they weren't accurately like you said, right. Accurately he said showing basically it. Like, since it doesn't depict it in a realistic way, he doesn't object to it being examined within a game, the, the topic of it and talking about it. But as long as you depict it as it truly is. Yeah, don't and, make it just, oh, it hit the person, they fall down and die. That's not he what wants happens. Them, yeah, yeah, that's not how it works at all. Yeah. Um, so, that was one. The other one was there, there's been rumored that there's areas in the game, which we don't know how much of this is going to stay in or how much of it is not going to stay in. 
is that there are child's children soldiers and people are upset about yeah. that. My thoughts on that though are is this game is predicting war as it is today. And that's part of war today. Yeah, that's part of war today. And yeah, if you're going to go with kind of being like, yeah, let's examine some of these topics within a game, because it actually can bring into the forefront things that a lot of people don't talk about or think about, because you also think about games, like I don't know if you played Spec Ops, the line, um, that also kind of went deeper into kind of providing some social commentary on war and looking at just some of the things that happened and some of the things that happened to those soldiers and it showed these are some of the horrible things that really happen. Whereas, you know, yeah, they're doing, a, I guess, a good job in trying to bring attention to that, but then downplaying what a certain chemical weapon does. Right. So Yeah, I, I think something people also have to get through, and this is mildly off, mildly off topic here. But just because something makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean it's wrong or that it it shouldn't be talked about. You've got to step out of your comfort zone and examine things. And if the only way that they can get you to step out and talk about some of these things is through a video game, then kudos to them, I guess. Yeah. Because it's a conversation that needs to be had. Like, yes, children, okay. children soldiers are a thing that happen. Yep. Um, so let's examine this. Let's put people... Because that's not something people here in the states ever think of. Because you got to be eighteen to enter the military here, this, that, and the other. But like overseas, like, hey, you're old enough to hold a gun. Come on, let's go. You got to defend your homeland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so a lot of it, a lot of it is seen through that, like, you know, American lens, and it's like, yeah, that's not the reality everywhere. Um, in in the fact of you know who actually goes out and fights these wars. So. Yeah, you know, whew, had to had to get onto the, uh, the 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 darker side of this, but generally, you're excited for this game. I am. I'm very excited. Um, yeah. it's the first Call of Duty that I will have bought on opening night since. Or no, didn't buy World War Two. The one before World War Two. Infinite. Was that? Yeah, that was the last one I bought Ooh, on release yeah, day. The last one I bought on release day was Advanced Warfare. Because I was real excited for that one. <laughs> yeah, weren't we all so disappointed? That one was fine. Infinite was the disappointment. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I definitely see us doing one of these again with the other series in the future. So yeah. if you have any Call of Duty moments that you want to mention to us or talk about feel free to drop those in either the twitter or the comment page hell if you want to play uh, call of duty with either of us i know that it's going to be a minute just because you will have to set up an activision account once you sign into the game so that it can do the cross-platform thing but once that all gets set up and we figure out what our activision names are feel free to shoot us a message we can give you those or uh, you can send us yours we'll add you and we'll try to play with you in the future yeah, you know, if we start jumping into more multiplayer games, maybe we can start tossing our uh, our gamer tags up for people to join. But I mean, we'll I always play, happens. but you don't. Yeah, I don't always play, but Ben is always around, so I'm sure he will he will happily bring you in if he is yep. available. Indeed, and if you want to learn how to race, just let your boy know. Oh yeah, he'll show you. <laughs> 
All right. Is, well, is, is, if I say, is there anything else that we want to mention before we take off? Because uh, as we mentioned, it is now Call of Duty time. I am good. I think we have covered it. We have we have examined all areas of uh, of this one, and, and I'm excited to hear what you think of it. All right. I'll let you guys know next week after I uh, get some time with it. All right. Play us off, then. So whether you're listening morning, noon, or night, enjoy your day, afternoon, or evening. Have a great night. Goodbye.